Welcome to episode 67 of the Breakdown Wars podcast. Uh, in, this ep- <laughs> in this episode, we're going to talk about the old days and how long it's been since we've done a podcast. An entire two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and in that time, well... Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. That's just my pet bunker over there. It's uh, you. You have a pet bunker. I do. 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 Uh, anything else you want to say, bunker? <laughs> so, so not much. In other words. Yeah, not too much. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, okay. Whoa. Oh, so well, here's the real question. <laughs> Here's the real question. How have you resisted not eating your, your pet bunga? I mean, how um, have you resisted eating? You know, you, you know. Well, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and then I remembered that, like, well, if I eat him... If I eat him... No, it's, it's all good. It's good. I'm not going to eat you. I'm not going to eat you. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, part of me would turn into a hamburger that, so that's true that's i'd rather true. Not, that, not have not have that happen that could be somewhat problematic yeah somewhat. <laughs> it's okay, right. bunker. yeah okay okay he's happy that i'm not gonna eat that's, it yes yes just just be a good bunger and and uh you know maybe not say bunger through the entire podcast that'd be great <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't believe you set that up <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's that's something else. That's pretty something that's pretty awesome. <laughs> um so folks, prepare yourselves. This is only the intro of what is going to be one heck of a podcast. Partially Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're in for it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is great <laughs> this is great um uh, this is gonna be one heck of a podcast folks because uh partially because we've been gone for a long time mostly because even if we hadn't been like even if we had, if we had done the show two weeks ago when we were originally going to do the next show uh <coughs> there still would have been a lot to talk about yep there there is more because of absence but there would have been no matter what so it's uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of cool stuff going down right about now. Right about now? Right about now. And with that in mind, we're going to jump right into the first segment of our show, the segment that everyone looks forward to, at least first. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to jump into Gary Welcome to Game That's that's not how you, that's not how you say. It. He doesn't he doesn't have it. He has, he doesn't quite. Yeah, he, sorry, Bunger. He he's he's not ready for he's not ready for, for the co-host life. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, Bunger. He doesn't he doesn't have it. <laughs> sorry, Bunger, you're out. <laughs> 
and away he goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. That's it for longer. This is a great show. Um, all right. So first up is first up is gaming news. The Game Awards, folks, is almost upon us. The annual Game Awards, almost upon us. And we have the the nominees for said Game Awards have been released to the public. And voting has commenced. And voting is still open, I believe, until I I think a few days from now. I think it's like next week, like early next week. Mm-hmm. I think. Because um, I think they're on the 10th, right? Yeah, Game Awards themselves are on the 10th. Yeah, exactly. And I think you can vote on them all the way up until the, I don't know, probably the 9th. I don't know. Maybe even the 10th. I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll cut it that close. But anyway, voting is live. You can vote on Game Awards. I just wanted to talk about a few of the nominees and a few of the, the, the funny things, uh, or not, not, not necessarily funny, but really cool things related to this. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, I was actually on a, a uh, jury for the Game Awards this year, for the Game Awards, the big annual event. I was actually part of the big annual event this year in the sense that I was on the... Um, very for the the very first jury for the innovation and accessibility award which is pretty cool pretty cool. Heck yeah pretty cool um i along with uh i believe it was 19 people total that were on that jury so you know quite a lot of people and um <clears throat> we got to nominate games for the innovation and accessibility award you know games that we felt uh, innovated and pushed pushed the medium forward through the use of accessibility in 2020. Now, of course, those who worked on The Last of Us Part Two were disallowed from nominating The Last of Us Part Two. Okay, yep. let's make that perfectly clear. I did not and could not nominate The Last of Us Part Two. Which makes that sense. said, yeah, it, it, it did make sense. That said, all seven of us that worked on it. We're on the uh, the jury. So, what makes this cool to me is that seven out of nineteen people couldn't nominate the Last of Us Part Two, and it still got nominated. <laughs> deservedly so. Yes, indeed, deservedly so. But I, I, I just, uh, it's another, it's just another cool thing to put in the the cool thing book. Absolutely. You know, like. Yep. Almost half the jury couldn't couldn't use that game at all, yeah. and yet, and yet the other half recognized the Last of Us Part Two as yep. being what it is. So there you That's go. Good. That's um, important. So that was that was a fun story I wanted to share, but also I wanted to uh, talk about a couple of the nominations that I know about, and I didn't memorize them all. I don't have them, I don't have them all in front of me either. But what I can tell you is some pretty cool stuff that I'm very happy about. The Last of Us Two. Uh, Got a bunch of nominations for a bunch of different things. I mean, two of the nominations for uh, best performance of the year, best voice performance of the year, were literally Ashley Johnson and Laura Bailey. Yep, both of yep. them are nominated. Good. Um, do you know what came in second to to uh, number of nominations for different awards? Uh, from the last was part two. So last was part two had the most nominations of any game. Do you know what was in second? Uh, Hades. 
Hades. Yeah. Hades was in second. Good. I am I'm super happy about this. So first of all, uh of course my mind would blank on his name right now, and I feel terrible about that because I, I tried to memorize it just for this. Darren Corb. No, no, not oh. Darren Corb. Um the guy who plays Hades and Achilles and and oh and uh, I don't remember his name, but I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm blanking on his name. He though has been nominated as well in best performance for specifically Hades, the Hades character. Nice. So there you go. Not only that, Hades was nominated for best score along with The Last of Us Part Two. So look look at what like prestige oh. like. It's going up against The Last of Us Part Two, but but even even doing that, putting it in that same category, is awesome. Yeah, it um, is such a good game. And it was also nominated for, um, well, no, it was it's another Game of the Year nominee, BT Dubs. Good. So Hades is up for Game of the Year, and Great. is also nominated for Best Writing. Um. For best Good. writing, this might surprise you, though, Sterlock, if you didn't know this one. For yeah. best writing, it is also going up against The Last of Us Part Two, as it is for Game of the Year as well. But guess what else it's going up against? Huh. Also nominated in the 2020 Game Awards for best writing is 13 Sentinels, Aegis <gasps> Rim. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I know. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm just so happy it showed up in the awards, dude. I mean, it's not gonna win, but man, it's probably it's not. So, but dude, it's, it's so cool that it's there. That game is so good. It's being acknowledged for the great game it is. Good. Yeah, maybe that'll get more eyes on it because it deserves it. Yeah, it should. It very <clears> well should. Yeah, man, it definitely deserves it. It's it's, it's an amazing game. So yeah, it's like I know Carnage has been playing it, and he's a fairly big streamer on Twitch. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, man. Happy, happy to see it's kind of being, uh, it's it's searching sentinels is getting embraced, praise praise that it deserves. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 something else. It's it's spatial. It's a spatial. You're thing. almost done. I, I'm but... basically done. <laughs> I'm basically yep. done. Yeah, except for the final cutscene. <laughs> yep. It's like of a cut. No, it's literally like forty-five minutes of cutscene. Oh so. well, well, we'll enjoy watching that when I have my freaking laptop back. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a cutscene, credits, and then really, really long cutscene. Cut <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, so those I think are the the big ones that I wanted to talk about. There's, I mean, there's a lot of other. Obviously, The Last of Us Two and Hades had a bunch more nominations for different things. I believe Hades is up for art direction, um, game direction. So is last was two, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's uh it's it's a crazy crazy uh, awards uh, year. Um, and I'm happy with the nominees, not just last was part two, but I'm overall happy with the nominees that uh, for the Innovation and Accessibility Award, Watch Dogs Legion and Valhalla are both up for that award. So okay. Ubisoft has double a chance. I mean, yeah. personally, I don't think anything's going to be out of the last was part two, but. <laughs> It's cool that both those games are being recognized too. You know what sucks though, and we'll talk about this more later because I do have a thing in the outline for it. So I, I'm not going to talk about it in great detail right now, but it does suck that Spider-Man 
just barely missed its chance. Oh, really? Um, based on when we had to submit the uh, the uh, nominees that we had, mm-hmm. Spider Man just missed its chance. Ah, uh... because you know how I was saying some of the accessibility <clears throat> features weren't in in the original uh, yeah version we and got that that hindered it. That, so yeah, yeah, I had no uh... reason to nominate nominate it until after no, I had submitted didn't... my nomination. Yeah. You didn't know it was gonna get that extensive. Yep. Yep. And yeah. So yeah. that's that's too bad. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, it's I, I I overall I'm still happy with the the nominees and I think uh I think it's gonna be a good award season. And we'll we, we will be coming back to the game awards for a reason that I'm again not gonna mention just yet. But the game awards is coming up December tenth. Everyone look forward to it and stuff. Yep. Okay. Now I wanna talk about Demon Souls. And this is not this. I'm putting this in the the gaming news because it's not accessibility related at all. It, it doesn't it has no it has no bearing on accessibility whatsoever. But it's it's something that really really interests me because I'm I'm very much you know you guys know you you listeners out there in Sherlock you know I'm very much into the tech of the next gen like you know the cool things the PS5 does and all that and you are too to a certain extent too yeah so this is this is that so. Digital Foundry did an interview with the with Bluepoint Games uh, about Demon Souls remake. It's like an hour long interview with them, and they talked about a lot of the tech they used. And I wanted to talk about some of the cool things that they brought up. Um, so here we go. So fast loading times are a thing that we have now experienced, and yep. we we know for a fact they are amazing. But with uh, Bluepoint and the Demon Souls remake they are utilizing it in a way that no one knew about until the interview happened because it's that fast. What they have chosen to do in Demon's Souls remake is the world itself is actually not loaded in. Like when you go to a new area, it does not load in the entire area for the sake of fidelity and detail. Like they want to, they want to pour as much detail and awesomeness as they can into Every you know, every single object and everything. For the sake of that, they actually only load in a small portion of each place you go to when you go there. They load in the next part as you're walking toward it. Whoa. They load in the next part of the area as you're stepping around a corner to get to that area. Dang. That's how fast the loading times are that, that's crazy yeah there's not even a hint it's happening but it is oh but they made it so it's just basically seamless yeah and... there's no way you could tell it doesn't like change your walking speed for a second no <clears throat> they factored in the speed that you're gonna have and they load that's... it in as you're approaching it that's crazy yep <laughs> but that's wow. that's not all that's not all either um, they talked about persistence a lot. So, mm-hmm. full disclosure, in even in the original Demon Souls, every time you die, the world resets. Enemies uh, that that you killed are respawned again, <laughs> and so on and so forth. That's so. So, I, I want that to be clear because when I describe this, I want you to know that that part of it is not like a glitch or a bug or a problem. It's the way it was intended. Mm-hmm. 
So if you die in the Demon Souls remake, that still happens. But let's say you don't. If you go to an area, and they gave specific examples of this, so I can verify this is true. If you go to an area and break a table, a wooden table or something, yeah. and then uh, you watch the wooden pieces fall onto the ground, and then you leave that area, and you go to a completely separate area, but you don't die. And then, for some reason, you go back to that first area. Not only will the table still be broken, the pieces, the individual pieces, will still be where you left them. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. Persistence. World persistence. And But, but the only reason it ever goes away is because the way if you D- Demon Souls, the game itself, is structured if you die, the world resets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not all. <laughs> but they, wait, there's, there's more. more. They talked about the layering technology they use um, to, to put uh, graphics on things. So depending on how something is destroyed or how something is struck, uh, they'll add different layers to it like um, that look different. So if, if you have... If you have something that you have set on fire, it will add a burnt layer to that thing. And they, the artists, the, the team of artists have taken every single material in the game and drawn what these layers would look like for each type of material. Mm-hmm. So burnt wood looks different than burnt fabric. Like um, if you burned a flag, the flag actually curls upward like, you know, like burnt fabric does. Yeah. Um. And every every single material. So, but but imagine this though, Sterlock. Imagine like the 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 um the implications of what I'm talking about here. So like that sounds like a small thing. Like yeah, of course. But imagine what that means. That combined with world persistence means that let's just hypothetically say you go into a room that's full of monsters, and you have you, you maybe you're a magic user, and you have an all in out, all in all you know knock knock down drag out fight with your magic and these monsters breaking stuff, burning stuff, you know, think about this. Just think about that because of world persistence, that room then becomes a landmark because it's full of like charred broken pieces of things. Like you can literally see the remnants of your battle that you had in this room. If you go back to it. That's so cool. And those, again, those things stay, those things are persistent, but wait, (laughs) <laughs> there's even more <laughs> nice this 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 is amazing this t- i don't know i don't know like maybe other games have done this but and maybe it's because i'm just hearing about how cool it is in demon souls that makes it makes it amazing to me but i i'm i'm used to things in games disappearing i'm, I'm just used to it like that's how i grew up bodies disappear yeah. in ps2 games all the time you know <laughs> yep dead bodies don't stick around for more than 10 seconds or something like that <laughs> yep. Um but in this game, in Demon Souls, anything that leaves any kind of a trail will also be persistent. For instance, there are monsters that are literally like slime jellies. And mm-hmm. they leave slime behind as wherever they go. Everywhere they go. That slime is there forever <laughs> persistently there wow so you can always you can always tell where a slime has actually been not not just because like 
like a lot of games will do this in like the reverse order like um if they want you to know hey there's slimes in the area they'll just put some random slime in an area say hey now you know you know watch out for slime but in this game it is literally showing you where they have actually been because their slime trails stay and the way they do that is actually the same thing as with the like burning a burning a flag or burning a table, it's actually another layer onto the the uh, the graphic of the ground that they create, and they just throw it on top. <clears throat> wow, a slimed layer, you know, just that's a, <laughs> yeah. Fire trails, everything, everything that leaves a trail is is also persistent. It's just it's just nuts, man. It's it's <clears throat> nuts. It's nuts. And and things that are flammable, like oil. Will be flammable if if they're if they're there. Um, so like apparently they change. So I, I don't know much about the the 2009 PS3 Demon Souls, but apparently there's an enemy, a particular enemy that they changed one of the attacks of. And I think they said it was the spider boss. I don't know much about, again. I don't know, know much about the boss uh, to begin with, but I believe if I understood them correctly, the spider boss used to have an attack that was essentially just a gas attack, but it was kind of invisible, like. It would just happen, like you would just start taking damage. I guess um, they they wanted something more visible, so they actually changed that. Where the spider boss uh, emits, I guess, a bunch of oil that covers the ground, and then <sighs> and then sets it on fire. Whoa! And that that oil burns realistically towards you, like the fire. You know, you know, you know flames coming towards you because oil flammable that kind of thing yeah apparently it works as as it should and it looks as it should and it leaves a, an oil trail of doom and death and you can tell where the fire is going to go because that's where the that's where the oil is you know like it, it's your, it's your tell to try to get out of the way mm-hmm. it's just i don't know this stuff interests me a lot just because it's all happening super fast super seamless it's like it's the kind of game design and technical design that you aren't really supposed to notice like you're not supposed to think about it like when you see these things that are being persistent those these broken tables these these burnt things that are that are staying you know burnt looking and these trails of stuff and all this stuff you're supposed to think yeah that's the way it would look if it was real you're, you're supposed to just accept it that's what yeah. the brain should be doing so it's, it's yeah. the kind of thing you're not supposed to notice. Good game design is like that. Like yeah. in, in old games, one of the things people would make fun of about games was the fact that stuff disappeared all the time. Um, mm. Like, oh man, you kill this guy and you say, oh, it disappears. Oh, stupid. <laughs> but yeah. this is the opposite of that. And it's just something that you don't even think about. You don't notice. You don't have to think about it. It's just happening. <clears throat> and I don't know. That's, that really, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. That is really cool. Oh, they, they also talked about the audio, the footstep audio a little bit. They said they also applied um, the layering idea to footstep audio. So if you're stepping on a um, a stone floor that is also covered with, say, slime, you get two sound effects instead of just one that's created for that purpose. Mm-hmm. You get the layered slime sound effect on top of the stone floor sound effect, and the stone floor sound effect will be appropriately quieter because it's also being, you know, you're 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 stepping through the slime to get to the, the stone floor. Yeah. Oh wow! So, <laughs> so it's not, they're not just 
on top of each other they're appropriately realistically layered how a real yeah. footstep would <sighs> yeah so cool and it could be i guess it could be pretty deep uh-huh. layering too like you could step on a pile of stones that are you can step on the, the pieces of wood that you break you know it's ah. <laughs> it's just crazy technology that's it's, it's it's all behind the scenes and it's all subtle but it's it's so cool that, that stuff is there oh one last thing one last thing about it that's super subtle they didn't they didn't talk about this during the interview this was actually recently discovered um, and posted on Twitter. The Demon Soul, Blue Point is crazy, okay? And here is proof that they're actually crazy. Someone discovered, um, well, I guess I should pro- provide context here too. So in Demon Souls, you're mostly dead all the time. Um, you're mostly <laughs> incorporeal. But when you, when you defeat a boss, you get your body back. Um, so you become, you become a living human being every time you defeat a boss. If you die again, you're back to incorporeal. But as long as you have defeated a boss, you are a corporeal human being form. Someone discovered that if you go into photo mode right when you defeat a boss, if you're fast enough, even though it's only there for a couple frames, you can actually see your body reconstituting itself. Whoa. You can actually see bones, muscle tissue, and skin forming if you go frame by frame in photo mode. Whoa. Why? Like, they don't even have to do that. Whoa. They don't even have to do that. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> what the heck? I know I'm not really providing much commentary other than, whoa, holy crap, that's crazy. But No, that's fair, it... though. Because, <laughs> whoa, holy <laughs> crap, it's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's nuts. It's wild. Blue point is on it, dude. They're 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 really trying. What are they going to... Next, yeah, yeah. They're 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 really trying to find ways to use this tech they have, and they're they're going to make some good stuff. And they have talked about making their own IPs in the future, so we'll see what oh. they do. Ooh. I am very curious to see what they come up with because they've they've typically I, always been just... a remake studio. Yeah, I mean, if they did the you know this good, just remaking a ten-year-old game, right, or twelve. year uh, what are they gonna do with their own IP? Like that, that should be cool. Yeah. I can't see like an original thing from that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, let's move on. Let's move forward. Let's talk about something else because we have a lot to cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. So I wanted to mention, I wanted to cover this because we haven't talked about it uh, in, in quite a while on the show, and I remember that we did a couple episodes where we're really hyped about. Like aftermath, for instance, we did a like aftermath, a lot of a lot of aftermath discussion for MK11, but we haven't really covered it since then. So MK11, I want to talk about MK Ultimate because MK Ultimate is out and it's here and it's awesome. Yep, we get Rain, we get Melina, and we get John Rambo. Rambo, Rambo. It's 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 awesome. That's three really awesome characters. I actually enjoyed all of them. Um, I really, I'm not very good with uh, Rambo at all. I don't know why. I just can't. I have not figured out a thing with Rambo. Um, yeah. But nevertheless, I like them in, 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 you know, in concept. And so far, I, I like. I mostly like them in execution. I just need to. I, I know. I know the reason I don't can't figure out anything with Rambo is because I need to figure out how his variations work and stuff like that, which is fine. Um, it means he's different, which is good. It's, it's refreshing. It's good. 
he's he's not just another sh- like yeah he's not Aaron Black or yeah yeah he's he's sure not which is good I was I was worried we'd get another another uh, another Aaron Black which you know I'm relieved mm-hmm. that we don't have one because Aaron Black is enough yeah. uh, yep. <laughs> um Rambo though one of the things that makes him super cool and again I'm only mentioning this because we haven't covered it on the show yet they got Stallone. They sure did. Listeners out there. Sylvester Stallone is in Mortal Kombat 11, John Rambo, reprising the role for MK11. Yep. It's awesome. It's it's so it's really cool. Um along with that, the, no, sorry, good. The uh, the coolest I think thing about Rambo to me is not even his fatalities. His fatalities his outro. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my god! It's it's a, it's not a short scream either. No, it's, it's the not. Rambo game like that you would expect. Like, oh. they got Stallone to do a full on Rambo rage scream. Yep, and it's awesome. It's it's so, so great. <laughs> it's so. I great. almost prefer that outro to to fatality. Right, a lot of right. Like, Me too. His fatalities are all right, but. But then you don't get to hear that. <laughs> that outro just fits. I mean, it's, it's him. Yeah, it's just him. It's yeah, it's the most him thing about about the character. Yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. Um, so the PS5 version of Mortal Kombat 11 is also out. Uh, came out with Ultimate, and um, well, um, loading screens. <laughs> what loading screens? You know, I kind of missed. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Loading screens. <laughs> Loading screens are gone. Yep, they're just not there. They're just not there. Like you get used to that little like hum that happens that they put in during loading screens. It's not there. It's yep. not there. It it's cuts from the music to the stage. And in fact, it happens so fast that I made a mistake once and accidentally skipped. No, I made a mistake more than once. I think twice. Yeah, you skipped intros multiple times. I didn't times, mean I to do it. I was I was just trying to skip past the consumables menu. But the transition <laughs> happened too fast into the stage and I pressed X <laughs> one too many times. That's how fast yep. it is, though. Yeah. It's, it's they're crazy. gone. Yep, they're just gone. Like, they talk about one of the features of, of uh, PS5 Mortal Kombat 11 is they, they say it's Drastically reduced load times. Okay. Um, as in, as um, in no load times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's drastically reduced. I mean, I mean, sure, I guess so. Technically, is a the correct phrase, but yep. So now, yeah. So now the uh, so now PS5 Mortal Kombat 11 has better load times than Stadia. Boom. <laughs> yep. Take that, Stadia. Take that. And Stadia was pretty good. Like I liked, I liked how fast stages came up on Stadia, but still, there was still a load screen there and stuff. Yep. So there you go. Now there just isn't, and uh, getting into matches is a lot faster. Now you will still get load times. Those load screens still exist because, I guess, so they're not totally gone because they will exist during online matches, especially if you're you're playing against a PS4 opponent because uh, oh, yeah. it is completely cross-platform, cross-gen, all that stuff. So you could play um, PS4. Uh, you can play against PS4 or Xbox opponents, and that you'll still get load times then because it's still you know synchronizing and that stuff along with the loading of the stage. So basically, that's all. Yep. Um, 
One more thing of Mortal Kombat, though. Something else came out pretty recently uh, that made me so get, happy. I need to get this. It's uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, released in Mortal Kombat 11 has been a classic movie skins pack. And you're, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. A couple of blind guys, right? You don't care about skins. What your characters that. look like, that doesn't matter. You're blind, guys. And you'd be right. Almost. Almost. <laughs> they did one, one tiny... One teeny tiny... Not, kind of not very significant thing. It's... And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's, not, just, it's nothing. It's, it's, I mean, it's just... I don't even know why we're covering it. It's stupid. I, 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 can't even, I can't even keep that up. Nope. So... It's fucking cool what they did. <laughs> So it's so amazing. So, That's making me so happy. So I, I said on Twitter, I said, you want to know how you get blind people to care about skins in games? You make those skins change the voices of the characters that you're, that wear yep. them. And so they did. We this is not the uh, just to just to stop you for just a second. Yeah. This is not the first time Netherrealm has done something like that. That's true. They did this with the Carl Weathers skin, uh, Jack skin in Mortal Kombat X. True, very true. And they did this with several skins in Injustice as well. That's right. Um, they got uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern, oh. stuff like that. That's right. And then there was, I think there was a Sub Zero thing. Yeah, that's Mortal Kombat it, Eleven. <laughs> was that Eleven? That's Eleven. Yeah, the Sub Zero DJ thing. That was so terrible. <laughs> so terrible. But you know, like, but I understand Bad. it. Like, I I think it's cool that that guy gets his 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 time in the spotlight. You know, yeah, but that guy can't act. No, he, he can't. But I'm. I think he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to here. this. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the classic movie skins pack, and it does change the voices. Oh That's yes, it does. It changes them to the original 1995 film actors for Mortal Kombat the movie. Yep. Christopher Lambert as Raiden. Yep. Bridget Wilson as Sonya Blade. And the guy that plays Johnny Cage as Johnny Cage, I can't remember his name. <laughs> uh, Lyndon Ashby. Okay, I that's was... right. That's right. Lyndon Ashby is Johnny Cage. Yes. Back reprising their roles from the movie in the skin pack, and I love it. I love even, it. Even with the age deterioration that has befallen Christopher Lambert. Yeah. It's still good. It's still good. It's no. It's very good. It's very good. Like it, it still sound. It to me, it still sounds like the Raiden from from nineteen ninety five. Still sounds like Raiden to me. And not only that, I don't know why I noticed this. I don't know why this stood out to me. But for some reason, his his pain grunts, like he does pain really well. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Lambert does pain really well. It stood out to me. Oh, cool! It, it, they did it with the uh, with the pain. Yeah, everything. Stuff. Yeah, good. Everything is oh, replaced. Awesome. Good. I wish they'd gotten done, gotten gotten Robin Shu to do Luke. Kang, I I was but... wishing the same thing when the pack came out. I was like, oh, because Luke Kang's my main man, man. Yep. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. When when I first launched this pack. Because Sonya's been, you know, one of my big characters for a while now, so I did a lot of Sonya play when, yeah. when this came out. I did an entire tower of her because I wanted to experience it. Nice. Um, everything has been changed. All the uh, all the um, attack sounds, all the pain grunts, 
uh, intro and outro dialogue or, you know, whatever. Any sounds they make yeah. are... There's one exception, though. There's one exception. And I don't know, uh-huh. I don't know why this is the exception, but here it is. Oh, I bet I know what it is. Do you? Let's find out. What? Is it... Okay, hold on. Wait. You want to guess? It, uh... Yeah, go ahead and guess. Oh, yeah, I'll guess. Is it the Johnny Cage um, fatalities stuff? Uh, no, that is not the exception. I, okay. But to be fair, I have not tried those fatalities with this pack yet. That's what I'd be curious to see. I I thought about that the other day, and I was like, I wonder if they. I would even did... think they would have done that, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh, great! I want to see that if he did. I you know I need to try those now. <laughs> you made me think of that. Yeah. But that's not the exception that I found. That's that's banana. Oh, Anna, Anna has a guess now. Uh, yeah. Anna, you're wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Anna. It's not right. <laughs> so, that was almost a response. Like, I'm like what? I thought I was right though. <laughs> no, that is not that is not the exception. Uh uh-huh. any, so any other guesses? Um let's see. I don't know. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah. The exception, the exception of all things, of all the little things, is the happy sounds that Sonia makes during her friendship. Oh. When she's playing fetch with the drone. <laughs> oh. Even with the okay. skin pack equipped, it's still Ronda Rousey going, aw, and then laughing at the drone as it plays fetch. Huh. <laughs> okay, interesting. Of all the little things. like That's a weird little thing yeah. to admit. Like, you're going to do all the pain grunts, the, I mean, even the fatality death sounds, you know, all that stuff. That makes me wonder... If maybe the actors coming in and recording even predates, oh, like they the, did this a long time ago. If it was that long ago, oh. and because that could be, I remember because I remember this has been in the can for a while. I know because like a month or two ago, there was like a, a tiny like little leak that happened. I saw it. I don't know if you did. Um, yeah, didn't one of Lambert's but, lines leak or something? Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple of his lines, um, like from a couple intros. Yeah. Like, oh wow, are they gonna do this? Like, that would be amazing. And so we just had to wait. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's so true. This is this has probably been at least six to nine months that they've had these lines recorded. Yeah. I'm guessing you could be right. It could be that that friendship didn't exist when the lines were recorded. Yeah, it may not have. And they couldn't get you know. Because probably because of COVID, if they couldn't get them back in the studio, just do that little tiny thing, it wouldn't have been worth it. it no, so, it, it probably wouldn't have been worth it, even just to, even if COVID had yeah, happened. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just a little insignificant sound, right? Whatever, right. Let's just, just leave it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Like, it's not like Rhonda's subpar acting is going to show through in this little moment. It's fine. Yeah. And honestly, sorry, but Bridget, you're a better, you're such yes, a better. Bridget is better. But I, I, I will still say that I don't have as much of a problem with Ronda Rousey's acting as some people do. I don't. I don't, do I don't think she's terrible. It's not. I just don't think that she's great either. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't want to see her Sonia again. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but it's like that one time. Hey, cool! They got this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's big yeah. Kind of it's, thing. It's nice. And apparently, it's it's actually a. It was a cool bucket list thing for her too, because she's always been a Mortal Kombat fan, apparently. Yeah. So that's pretty. So in that way, it's it's cool that they got Ronda Rousey. But 
Anyway, I'm going to be sticking with my classic Sonya going forward, yes. along with uh, my classic other characters. And man, oh man, do I suck as Johnny Cage still. <laughs> I, I did try them all. You know what would have been super hilarious? Is if they had released a reskinned announcer pack of Lyndon Ashby doing the Johnny Cage oh, announcer. Dude. <laughs> How cool would that I, have I been? can already tell you they did not do that, but that would have been great. I, oh, I know they, they wouldn't have done that, but that would have been amazing. Actually, you know what's funny about this? Uh I actually did I, I actually pointed this out to Misty when I was doing it because it was hilarious. I ended up when I when I when I was trying out Johnny Cage with the reskin, I ended up fighting Johnny Cage. And I was like <laughs> I was like, wait, this is actually really cool because for the first was it time, classic Johnny Cage versus regular Johnny yeah, Cage. Yeah, because because also, but for the first time, Ooh. but for the first time though, Sherlock, I wasn't confused by the mirror match, <laughs> and that gives a little more credence to like, hey, these are different dimensions. Yeah. Johnny Cage is yeah. each other. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just, I like that. It's funny how that that works out, and that would have that would have worked out for any, any of the three characters. But like, it's cool that I, I don't have to worry about mirror matches with those three anymore because. Uh, I'll keep my classic yeah. skin on. I mean, sure, like online, probably other people are using classic skins, but yeah. Um, but still, it's it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. That's something I've wanted in some form in a Mortal Kombat game since the movies came out. Yeah, and now it's real. In '95, and now that is always something I've wanted. Yep. And now and it happened. It's a reality. It would have been awesome to see them in the story, but hey, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wish. Oh man, if they had. Oh my god, if they had retouched the entire story, holy! Oh I, they they absolutely did not do that. To be perfectly clear. Oh yeah, no. But if they had, <laughs> holy <laughs> yeah. cow, that would have been something else. Yeah. Um. All right. And the last thing for gaming news. Don't worry. There's plenty more on this show to come up. But the last <laughs> yep. thing for gaming news is. Uh, interesting news about the PS5 versus the Xbox Series X. If you're if you're the kind of person who is into the console wars and is wondering about how this is going, because some people are, this matters this matters to people, so we're going to talk about it. Guess what, folks? Uh, despite the Xbox Series X's 12 teraflops of computing power, it is so far being outperformed by the PS5 on third-party titles. Yes, indeed. Even though PS5 has two fewer teraflops, uh, the, the, the thing Mark Cerny said in his presentation where he said, hey, guess what, guys? Uh, it's not all about teraflops, appears to be true. <laughs> yep. Because it's clearly not. Multiple games, including Dirt 5 and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, are consistently performing better on the PS5. Valhalla is a very specific standout because it is performing better in terms of frame rate, even in performance mode. Um, its frame rate stays as a pretty solid 60 and almost never dips, where Xbox Series X experiences frame dips during uh, um, you know high uh, uh, high bandwidth events, like you know big scenes and stuff like that. Almost no mm-hmm. dips at all on PS5. Loading times on PS5 are faster than Series X and Keep in mind, these are the next-gen versions of the games. These are the PS5 versions versus the Series X version. So we're talking about using the solid state to their full capacities, all that stuff. Loading time is still faster on PS5. 
um, so and fewer frame dips, and um, the bottom the bottom performance dropout. So if you go to performance mode, it lowers resolution for the sake of frame rate. Uh, PS5 lowers resolution less on 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 Valhalla in performance mode than Series X does. PS5 lowers it to, I believe it was like. Um, 14, 1440p, I believe, PS5 will lower it to. So that's, it's just above 1080p. So it's like uh, it's like ultra HD resolution. Yeah. Uh, that's that's for performance mode. If you want, if you want to guarantee that 60 frames per second, Xbox Series X lowers its resolution to 1188p. So just <laughs> barely above 1080p. Yep. So Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, about that. It's it's interesting to see this um, because the people that are that are hardcore Xbox fans, and if you're one of them that's listening to the show, you know, that's that's like I'm not I don't have a problem with you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, be an Xbox fan, be whoever you want to be, enjoy the games you want to play. But a lot of the extremist hardcore Xbox fans, the ones who just need Xbox to win, um. A lot of those people, before this started happening, were like, you just wait until third-party games start coming out and, and Xbox shows you how powerful it is. And this happened. Yep. And now their argument is, well, you just got to give it some time. You just got to <laughs> wait. They'll, they're uh-huh. going to patch it. They're going to fix it. Um, yeah. No. That argument is also being shattered because Valhalla actually did receive a post-next-gen launch patch. Um, to fix some of the issues, like they fixed, they, they, there was there was some screen tearing on both consoles, um, which has mostly been fixed. But the Xbox people expected that to also fix the differences and correct the uh, the disparity between Xbox Series X and PS5. It did not. <laughs> so, um, and I'm and I'm not saying it never will. I'm I'm saying that right now. For these launch window titles, it appears that PS5 is doing better than Xbox Series X. Now, I will also say that it has been discussed that PS5 has an easier development platform than Xbox Series X. Apparently, Mm -hmm. they changed their entire development kit for Series X. um, Ah. Because they want everything to be... uh, to work on any of their... the things that they do. Like, if you make a game for Series X, you're also making it for, uh, you know... Xbox One, Xbox Series S, PC, all that stuff. So their development yeah. platform reflects that. Um, and it, apparently it's made things challenging for developers. So it could very well be that we're, we're seeing that challenge right now instead of the actual true power of the Series X. I will fully admit that. It could be that a year from now, when developers have more of a lock on what the Series X can do and how to do it, Maybe then we will see some some disparity in favor of Series X for these things. Yep. You know, I'm, so I'm I'm completely open and honest here. I'm only I'm only mentioning this because people do care about this stuff, and it's right now as it currently stands, launch window titles here, PS5 is winning. So, yep. What are your thoughts, Electron, on this on this interesting development? Um. I'm not too surprised, honestly, just because. Because PS5 is so freaking cool. PS5 is. I mean, <laughs> you could tell 
even four or five months ago when they started, or however long ago it was, when they started, when PS5 started showing off, or sorry, started showing off um, the all the tech stuff. Yeah, like the Unreal demo and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And and well, not even that too. Just go, even going back to Mark Cerny talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Find out the, the specs and all the crazy, super in-depth um, the hardware and software stuff. You could tell they were really, really, really proud of what they had. Yeah, yeah. And not a peep for Microsoft for months. <laughs> yeah, and. You know, and I never got the impression that they were intimidated by the twelve teraflops that Xbox Series X had. I, I never got that impression. Nope. They're like, yeah, just wait and see. I think you'll find that uh, our console is just fine. Uh huh. And so it is. And so it is. Fine indeed. Of the PS5, it is a great system. I love it. Indeed. Indeed, it is. It is. Thank you for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's great. All right. Well, that's it for gaming news. Game news. But now, but now, folks, it's time for an even more stacked segment <laughs> of the show. I'm not even kidding. There's even more news items for accessibility news. Welcome to Accessibility News. <laughs> we talk about accessibility stuff here. Um, first up in accessibility news, I want to talk about the first annual Game Accessibility Awards presented yep. by major gaming media news outlet IGN. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. So good. It is official, folks. Accessibility-related awards have broken into the mainstream media and they're being acknowledged. Accessibility is truly being acknowledged now. Good. This 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 award show you know, done by IGN and the the major the major game awards event, like the annual yearly event now having an accessibility award. Together, these things are happening in the same year. Like, yeah, oh, that's awesome. 2020 has been a great gaming year. Yeah, gaming year specifically. specifically. That's why I emphasized <laughs> gaming year. You, you must emphasize that word specifically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> great gaming year. Yes, 100%. And uh, the Game Awards were hosted by uh, Steve Spawn, which makes perfect sense. He's uh, one of the co founders of Able Gamers and, of course, a diehard advocate for accessibility in the gaming industry uh, of all types. Yep. Um, Good guy, great guy, raises a lot of money every year, does a lot of stuff every year. Really cool. And media personality Alana Pierce, which just makes me super happy. Like I, I'm a fan of hers. I like I like Alana Pierce. Yeah, I've been a fan of hers for a few months now. Like I've I only recently kind of found out like who she was and about her and stuff like that. So I've I've just been a fan in kind of a general sense, but I had no idea until this happened that she cared as much about accessibility as she clearly does. Yeah. Because apparently a lot of the organization, a lot of the put together of this event was done by her. Wow. So, Good. yeah. And a lot of the things that happened were her idea, apparently. Uh, and, and she was actually originally 
she talked about this at the beginning of the show. She was originally planning for this to be uh, before COVID. Like she, this, this has been in the planning stages for months and months and months. And before COVID got so bad, it was going to be a big whole live event thing. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, she was going to get a venue for it and everything. Wow. That would have been cool. So, but hopefully yeah. next year or year after. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. 21 or 22. That'd it's, be... just, it's just, this is where we are now. And that's that's awesome. So she's all about it. And she's she's taking it upon herself to learn a lot about accessibility herself. And uh, she really seems to care. And I really appreciate that. And if someone has, that has a, as big a platform as she does. Because she does. She has like almost well, like something like 500,000 plus subscribers on her YouTube alone. And um, the fact that she's willing to share this with that platform is tremendous. And I told her as much. I, I flat out I tweeted at her right after the show. I was like, thank you for doing this. Um, because, you know, thank you for spreading accessibility, the message of accessibility on your on this larger platform. I appreciate that. And she liked it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really, really cool. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of deserving games got involved. Um, let's see. Uh, Last was two won a couple of awards. Uh, Last was two actually won the most awards. <laughs> I was paying attention. <laughs> I, was, I was counting. Last was two is the only game that won two awards, and there weren't that many categories. Like this is the first year there is still definitely the beginnings of, of a, an award show. Yeah. Um, so there weren't a whole lot of categories, but still, Last of Us 2 managed to take home two awards. Um, a couple of the games, uh, let's see, um, I believe uh, I believe Ubisoft did win one award, I want to say. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting picks in, in, in the categories. Like, for instance, um, Apex Legends, I believe, won, won the, yeah, Apex Legends won the award for ongoing accessibility. Oh, okay. And I thought that was interesting because I I guess I haven't really just I guess I haven't been paying attention. I hadn't like, heard anything about what Apex Legends well, has. The only thing I knew about as far as Apex Legends goes, I know they have and they've had since the beginning. They they did get some praise for it back in the beginning too, but that's like a year ago. Um they have that that pinging system that got a lot of praise because it's really smart. Like it's a smart ping. Mm -hmm. So if you click on a spot where you've seen ammo, uh, the your character, not only will it mark it in a, in a very highly visible thing that apparently even highly visible for low vision people, it'll mark it, but also your character shouts out the thing that you are pinging without having to be told what, what you're, you know, oh, wow. cool. there's no special, there's no special command. Just ping the thing you want want people to know about ammo, enemy, blah 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 blah, and it will smartly uh, shout out in your character's voice the thing you're pinging. Ah, that's cool. So I did know about that, um, but that's like that's kind of it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't know what else Apex Legends has, but I, I I'm not saying it doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying I don't know what they put in while I wasn't looking <laughs> that. That makes them, uh, you know, because they said ongoing accessibility. So apparently they've improved stuff over the past year. Yeah. Because Apex Legends came out, what, last year, I think? Maybe even. Yeah. Was it even? It could have even been 2018. Uh, I don't even. Uh, it's it been a, like it's 2018, been a, a, but I don't, I don't think it was. It's been a minute. I know. <laughs> it's been a minute. I know 2020 is just skewed. 2020 has done some weird time dilation. Crap. Yeah. It, it does. Just... It feels like 10 years. <laughs> 10 years of 2020. Um, but yeah, so so there's a lot of interest, uh, interesting uh, discussion and conversation that that uh, happened with this this award show. 
And I liked it because the way they handled it was um, after every award that was given, Alana would say, hey, Steve, tell them more about what this award means. And Steve uh, would break into a prepared, obviously prepared, but, you know, yeah. still, he's, he's, he's got the personality to make it entertaining no matter what. So he's, he's good. Um, uh, speech about basically what the disability that is or the disability or disabilities represented by that award um, are. So, so basically he was educating about accessibility while they were doing an award show. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very cool. I just, I really, I really, I really liked it. Really liked it. Um, all right. So next up, we have my impressions of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which were going to be one thing, but now can be another thing because they've patched the game since then. It's still going to be mostly the same, but yeah, it's uh, still, it's, it's important to note that the game has been patched and accessibility was improved in the patch. So, Valhalla. Valhalla has a lot going for it. It's got great narration, uh, which was apparently actually improved in the patch. So even even the examples of narration that I provided during my initial coverage are no longer the best examples. Apparently, a lot more content is narrated now. Yeah, good. And a lot was narrated before, so I, I, I count that as a win. Yeah. So good for you, Valhalla. Um. We have uh, one thing I didn't cover in my initial coverage because it wasn't there is there is a collision sound. So if you, if you're, if you run into a wall now, there's a sound effect that'll tell you that if you turn it on, you do have mm -hmm. to activate it yourself, but it is there. Um, and um, it has the things that, I, that I've talked about before, you know, the, the, uh, the audio cues for enemies and items and stuff like that. And that stuff's still there. And that's, that's all good stuff. That, that's that, that stuff, all of that stuff that I've just talked about represents pure progress towards accessibility with Ubisoft. And that is why Valhalla, even with the impressions I'm about to give you, uh, even now, I still hold Valhalla pretty high as far as accessibility goes um, because it's demonstrating absolute uh, undeniable progress towards a goal and it's still doing the things that I, that I wanted to do in, in, the, in the beginning. So I, I, we're still headed towards open-world accessible games, I'm telling you. Yep. That said, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, we've got some staticky things going on. I don't know if... Staticky things? Yeah. Well, what the heck, man? Like, interference or something. Um, it's like... Interference! Okay. It seems to be gone now. Um, it was like a... Uh, remember the old... When GSM cell phones, oh yeah, the old do, 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 yeah. Do. How the heck would that even happen nowadays? It was like that, but different, like a lower pitch. I didn't even hear it. I think it was coming through on your end. I don't know. It was weird. It's gone what now, but well, I'm glad it's gone now. I I don't know what was up with that. It I wonder if that's going to come out in the recording. If that does, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't. Hopefully, it doesn't. Yeah, hopefully not. But if it did, my apologies. I don't even know what would cause that these days. But anyway, uh, moving yeah. on to the unfortunate negative about Valhalla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, a couple things. Uh, well, as, as, I, as I pointed out in my initial coverage of Valhalla, cursor menus still suck. Yeah. <laughs> even if Maybe. you have 
even if you have full narration in a game, really great narration like Valhalla does, really great narration, cursor menus still suck. Uh, blind people don't necessarily know where things are. Um, therefore, we don't know which direction to move in, the cursor menus and things like that, to find the things we're looking for. Now, that said, they have a feature that changes your, your navigation style from, um, from cursor to focus. And focus is a, a snap to feature where you just move the cursor in a direction you think the next items are, and it will snap to the next item if, if there's an item in that direction. When this feature first came out, I actually, it's, it's funny how I have, to, I have to go back and forth on this stuff. I praised it <laughs> for being what it was, but I praised it not knowing that it was totally broken. Yeah, it was. Because... Uh, unbeknownst to me, because how would a blind person even know this? When you go to the bottom of what you perceive to be the menu as a blind person, you're not at the bottom of the menu. You have to scroll the right stick down to see the rest of the options in the menu. Yeah. There's no indication of this. No way a blind person would know this. So I had to update my review to add those uh, newfound impressions, new discoveries uh, later on after I'd found out that this was a thing. Fortunately... I can now go back and say that <laughs> this aspect has been fixed. Uh, no longer do we need to scroll the right thumbstick at all. We can go through the entire menus just fine. It's not a problem. Yep. So thank goodness for that. There is one thing they didn't fix, though. Uh, and I, I reported on this, too, in my, in my updated impressions. Um, when you click on it in any option that has multiple choices, like aim assist style, you can choose mm -hmm. full, partial, or none. Um, anything that has like three options or so or more, you have to, once you've clicked on it, you have to move right before you can choose any of those options. And there's, again, no indication that you have to do this. Huh. Attempts to move down and up don't do anything. So you might be thinking at first, well, what the heck? How do I change this option? And maybe eventually you'll move right on like, I'm just trying things. So you'll, you'll figure it out. But it should be more user-friendly than that. You should be able to move up yeah. and down through the options, you know, once you click on the item in the first place. So that's still, that's unfortunately, that's still a thing. That, I think, could be fixed with a patch. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they could tell the focus that's to go pretty, to... pretty easy to fix, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they could do that. So I'm hoping they still, still do. If they do that, then their snap... Uh, Cursor, their focus cursor thing is is fine. It's it would be unbroken at that point. It'd be it'd be yep. perfectly usable at that point. So I'd be okay with it. However, it's worth mentioning, folks, that even though the focus cursor thing is a good option for blind people, it is not a default option. Which means you have to use the standard cursor navigation uh, first to go find it and activate it. Which is also, in my opinion, a big mistake. <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, you'd think it would be default because even sighted people hate cursor menus. Yeah. I don't know why developers are have a hard on for them, <laughs> but it's side, guess what, guys? Sighted people, sighted people don't like them either. Yeah, I know. I know. Even Jim Sterling has called them out a couple different times. Like, what is up with these menus? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, so Stop. it's not a default option. You have to activate it yourself by using the 
terrible navigation system. I get it in a point-and-click adventure game where you want to do like a mouse cursor style thing. Okay, if you want to do that, whatever. Right, right. That makes more sense. But not for basic menus in a game. Come on, guys. Yeah. If you want to do that for PC where people can use a mouse, I'm sure that makes sense. Honestly, the best approach... But do both. The best approach is to enable both. If you want your cursor menus, make it so the thumbstick will move the cursor, but if you use the D-pad... Snap. snap. Yep. That's the best way Pretty to do simple. it. Pretty simple. Because I, I tend to use the D-pad in menus when I can, when I'm allowed to. In yeah, games. I do too. Because so, my I always veer with the. I do too. You and I both. Yep. You and I both veer with the, the thumbsticks. Yep. So. My initial impressions of the cursor uh, navigation menus in Valhalla did not include the going right in in menus with, with three options problem because I didn't yeah. notice it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I veered, I must have clicked on like aim assist and veered oh, right into yeah. it. Yep. So I never noticed that I was going right. Mm-hmm. So yep, there you go. So cursor menus, they still suck. Also, yep. it's worth noting, and this is going to be a really short uh, addition, but it's worth noting that right now on PS5, the collision detection sound effect doesn't work. Huh. I don't know why. It just it doesn't. The I have the feature on. I've double checked, triple checked it. It's on. Doesn't happen. Huh. But I tested... I, my, my initial test for Valhalla was on PS4. Um, or the PS4 version of it, I should say. And it worked there. So I have experience huh. what that collision detection sound is. I know what, I know what I'm listening for, but it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not, on, yeah. not happening on PS5. I don't know why. Hmm. So yeah, those are my Valhalla impressions for accessibility. Um, yeah. Next item. Pitch Black. Again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, they've released... Eh. The developers of Pitch Black have released a uh, a short game called A Detective's Demise. And um, it's, it's, it's not... It's not... It's not no. good. It's not it's, good. It's, it's, it's not good the thing, at all. The things about it that I think that they think are entertaining are not entertaining. Nope. Um especially, and I hate this, I hate the fact that I was put off by the main menu of the game. Because... That kind of, I didn't mind that. I actually thought that was kind of neat. Okay, here's why I minded it. <laughs> I understand what they were going for. They're trying to make essentially the, the main character of the game is like reading the menu to you as you go through it. Yeah. In, in, in theory, that sounds like something that's kind of neat it, it sounds neat to me like I, I don't know for that i guess i kind of respect it but i don't like in practice i don't like it it's a little long it is a little long-winded yeah i don't like how switching uh, let's see right, we right. Got... i don't like switching menu options and having have, having to sit through him going uh wait uh it's uh i don't like that in practice like Again, I, I totally yeah. see what they were going for, but no, I don't want that. This is me, though. Um, gameplay was not at all innovative at all. Um, nope. It's the same stuff we've had for 10 years. On iOS, it's super... On iOS. It's super broken. The controls on iOS it's, are terrible. Terrible. This is, this is what we've had on iOS games. This the general point A to point B for 10 years. Yep. Yep. Nothing is innovative here. Yeah. At all. Not a single thing 
innovative. But but uh, the only thing that is innovative is their audio. Right, but the audio it's tech like, behind it is good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But what they, I don't know. I don't know what they need. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but it's just, I, I, I tried the iOS version. They need to be a separate team. But what they need to do is be a division of a company, not making a game themselves, but like licensing out their tech to other companies. Be the audio I think division of a company. Yes, yes, yeah. that's what they could handle. <laughs> that's what they could handle. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, because they don't know how to make games. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I tried it on iOS, and the controls are awful. Um, yeah. it tells you how to turn and how to move and stuff like that, and it does not work the way that they think it does. <laughs> no, you have to also they you have to tap even in combat, which combat, by the way, is, is a, a series of, of of quick time events essentially. Um, you have to tap in a very specific spot. It doesn't just work if you tap in, in like the correct quadrant. Like yeah. the, the tutorial will make you think that though. It'll be like to, to dodge left, tap to the left side of the screen. Okay, I'll tap anywhere on the left side of the screen except for the specific little teeny tiny spot you want me to, and it won't work. Yeah. Also, they pulled this really stupid, dumb thing with Liam. I don't know if you heard about that. They pulled something with Liam? No. Um. So they went to Liam and they're like, okay, can you stream this for us? Okay, sure. Oh, but um, you can only play up to about uh, this point. And he's like, okay, whatever. I'll, you know, I'll do what sure. you want me to do. Yeah. That point was about 10 minutes of gameplay. <laughs> and Liam... <laughs> Routinely gets like two, three hundred people watching yeah. his stuff. Yeah. So he's, you know, he hypes it up like, okay, I'm going to be playing this, yeah. this game for a bit. And it's 10 minutes of Dang, nothing. Dude. Of like two things. And then, oh, it's done. And it's just like, what are you doing? I mean, they already have. What are that, you doing? They already proved they don't know how to make trailers. So yeah. they also don't know how to show off their own game. No, this company. How the I'm heck sorry, would you like... not let someone stream the whole demo? It's just a demo. It's not even a game. It's not, it's, yeah, it's, it's not even a full They're game. They're marketing it as a game. I know, but, but it's, it's not, not a game. game. It's, not, it's not a full game. I, I don't like I'm so glad I didn't. It's, it's, it's another like, of their tech I'm, demos. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm glad I didn't fund these, this game. I'm sad server. that I did. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Maybe the final product is gonna wow us, but I really don't. Good think Lord, it's going they have to. a long way to go. I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to either. There, there's, there's I, some, like, there's some small aspects of it that I really like. I was, I was willing to give these guys the benefit of the doubt, but they've proven time and time again that they don't know what the crap they're doing. Yeah, I, I like one of the few things I like about this is the sound that the ghouls make in in the game, um, yeah. which have been in, in some of their. Um, uh, their little audio dramas, things that they made. I like the yeah. sound effects on those, but it, no, it's just no. not. It's just not happening for me. These guys are like these. These guys are like um, audio games. What? Uh, what's the? What's that company? Uh, audio Games Association. Yeah, 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 yeah. With better, with better audio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with better audio, definitely better audio, and better, and and well. These guys, yeah, 
they just need to be folded into a a bigger team, a bigger com- like game company that actually knows how to make games, and just focus on audio. Focus what you're good yeah. at. You are not good at making games. You are Rated fantastic audio. at making. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would stick agree to with what that. you're good at. I would agree with that. Stick to what you're good at. You're not good at making games. Yep. Don't. I, I'm. Uh, I hate to say don't try or stop trying, but. Because, I mean, maybe you have opportunities to learn, whatever. But I think their time would be much better spent if they solely focused on audio and nothing else. I think the, the problem, one of the, That's just one, of the one of the, yeah, I agree, I agree. And I think one of the problems they're still experiencing, and are, they're going to, they're going to live with this problem forever now, because unfortunately they created yeah. it, is, they have a st- I, I think, one of the, the biggest problems is they, they initially marketed um, Pitch Black as a the AAA audio game. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what they say now. They never should have marketed it that way. Nope. They never should have done that. Because that impression... I, I didn't think that was going to live up to that hype initially anyway. Yeah. But especially now. Especially now. That, like, they've, they've proven like, yeah, you, you guys don't really know what you're doing. Yep. In terms of game design. Yep. Audio, you're great. Stick to audio. I, I legitimately think that they're trying to make an audio game without actually consulting the people that are going to play their game. Like, you know. Yeah, it's it it seems to me that they just kind of dove headfirst into this without doing any kind of research on what um what kind of games blind people play and what they're like. What and games what they want. Are like and what they want. Yeah. They just were like, oh, we're going to make games and did, yeah, zero research. It's <laughs> pretty clear to me. Uh-huh. Yep. It's like the Audio Games Association. That's why I made the comparison again to Audio yeah. Games Association. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, you're right. They don't do research either. It's better audio team. That's it. Yep. yep. Only difference. Yep. I agree with you. I hate saying that. I feel like a jerk for saying stuff like this, but it, it's just... When things are proven to you time and time again, you know, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I agree. I feel like a jerk right now, but it's I agree. true. It's 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 harsh, but I think I think it needs to be said. It needs to be said. Unfortunately, it, it needs to be said. Um, this is not what we want. This is not what we define as AAA. And nope. uh, sorry, guys, but no, we're not into it. Nope. Last of us two. That's, That's AAA. AAA. Good luck standing up to that. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Even the audio team yeah. on that. Last was two is such tremendous audio. It won yeah. a golden Again, joystick award, by the that. way. Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't talk, talk about, about that. that but but yeah, won Last was two won not only Ultimate Game of the Year uh, from the Golden Joystick Awards, but also Best Audio Design. Best Audio Design. And yep. yes. <laughs> yep. Just yes. I tweeted at Rob, uh, the audio lead on Last of Us 2. Yeah, poor Rob. I know, he's been dealing with some crap. He's been, jeez. I know, guy. like the, the worst time. Break. Full time. He gets an award and he's just going home from the hospital as he gets this award. But I tweeted at him and I said, absolutely, this is so deserved. I said, uh, I spent the first several Last of Us 2 streams noticing new things in the audio and pointing them out. And I worked on the game for three years. <laughs> 
Yeah. So like I had more experience than just those first streams, and yet I still noticed new things every time for the first several streams I played that game. <laughs> yep. The audio is just out of this world, man. <laughs> it's it's so good. I can't wait to experience it with um when they do like a PS5 version with like if they do like 3D Oh, the 3D audio already works. Audio stuff. Yeah, oh, since the since the original game supported the PS4 3D audio through the platinum headset, that just oh, works. That'll just yeah, work. That just works. It already works. Ooh, well, I know what I'm playing. <laughs> that's like yeah, there you problem. go. Yeah, that's the that already works. Cool. The haptics aren't in yet because they, they need to upgrade the version for that. But the 3D audio was yeah. already in the game because of the PS4 version, so that just that works. Oh, I can't wait to do stuff with haptics when they put that in with the resistive triggers yeah. and oh it's gonna be so yeah, man. fun. It's gonna be really good. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. But the next news item in the accessibility <sighs> news, though, is my media app impressions. Ah, yes. I found another one to add really? to that list, okay. by the way. Do tell. Do tell. Um, aside from the ones you, you found, I have discovered that the only other one... I tested you, them oh, you all. You really tried them all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, they're tiny. Like oh, they yeah. take yeah. two seconds yeah, right. to download. Um, but the only other one that reads is um, Pluto, Pluto TV. TV. I have never used Pluto TV ever. <laughs> what is Pluto TV? I know a couple people that use it and love it. I actually know a couple people that use it and love it. They use it as like their main. Oh. app for their tv they don't have cable they just exclusively use uh pluto tv okay so what is pluto tv eh? Eh? it's it's i don't know how to describe it it's basically just kind of a cable replacement subscription service but it's like cheap it's like nine bucks a month that's super cheap though. or something like that how do they even and, get away with that <laughs> uh, i don't know but they've got a ton of channels and it's all accessible, Dang. and apparently now PS4 or PS5 is nice. accessible. Nice. Well, so I find it interesting too that Disney Plus apparently is accessible on Xbox, yep, I heard about but that. not I heard PS5. About that. Yeah. What? I feel right. like that'll change. I feel like Disney has. I think so too. I, I, I think Disney has shown enough uh, care about accessibility that that will probably change. Maybe they just haven't. Maybe yeah. they just haven't been lucky enough to figure out how to use the PS5's TTS yet. That will get me to that will get me to watch a lot more Disney Plus, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, so so essentially media impressions are that some media apps on the PS5 do read uh with the PS5's TTS. Netflix reads as before. Like it I literally think it is just kind of the PS4 version of the It's the exact same. Yeah, like the same yeah. code and everything like that. I'm glad they fixed it because it was broken on ps4 for a while and that made me really yeah, sad yeah. but luckily that's that's fixed but they but they fixed it on ps4 and ps i'm assuming so prime video reads too i didn't actually test it but i'm assuming it's the same code prime video yeah. does I'm, i figured it was the same code yeah. that you know that that we had before prime video uh youtube and netflix yeah. i'll read nothing else reads except for yeah <laughs> nothing else reads except for yeah um so yeah, um, so the 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 media apps, the, the media apps most well mostly well okay, I guess mostly is not not right because I would say, given the number of media apps that exist, probably 
uh how many are there like about about yeah, a quarter. About a quarter that sounds about right there's like that 10 or 12 right. i think there's about 10 or 12 apps and yeah i think those those wait how many is it three or four pluto tv youtube netflix yeah, yeah. four Amazon yeah Prime. so four out of the so about a third probably yeah. well the the big one the big one is apple tv plus Oh, an Apple TV Plus, that's fine. Yeah, so okay, a little, bit more, little bit more than a third. More than a little bit more than a third. Um, yeah. We'll read with uh, text-to-speech, which is great. But Apple TV Plus is the big standout for me because it it managed to shock me because <laughs> I wasn't expecting. Oh, Pluto TV does, oh, does the same it? thing, oh, nice. by the way. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Very, very yep. nice. Apple yep. TV Plus and apparently Pluto TV use specifically the PS5's screen reader to read. It is not. It is not old yep. code. It's not like using the PS4 TTS on PS5. No, no, no. It uses the PS5 screen reader. You can tell because any settings you've set in the PS5 screen reader carry over to the app. So I had the, the yep. male voice. I had my speed. It was reading at, and it's it's super snappy. So like, one thing it's you'll one snappy. thing you'll notice is probably because it's using old code. Even though Netflix reads, for example, uh, it's not snappy. <laughs> it's not. Uh, there's a little bit of yeah. delay between button press and text-to-speech narration. YouTube is pretty delayed yeah. as well. Yeah, YouTube is pretty delayed too. But um, uh, Apple TV Plus is not. Like, not at all. You move to a thing and it reads. Nice. It's, it's great. It's great. Uh, signing in is easy. It's fully accessible. All that stuff. And the great thing about that is they cared enough. So when you sign into Apple TV Plus, it does not use the PS5 keyboard. <sighs> and yet... They cared enough to make that accessible too. So, mm-hmm. kudos to Apple for doing that for PS5 owners. Yep. Yay. Um, yeah. So, along with this, I actually have a cool uh, announcement, kind of. I guess if you haven't heard it already, I'm actually going to add the audio file that I recorded with my media impressions to this podcast episode. So, what we'll ah, do nice. is after after the outro. No, well, no, we'll do it before the outro. Yeah, yeah. Before the outro, I will I will yeah. add in, I will I will splice in the media impressions audio that I recorded. So you can hear not only the, the apps in action, the ones that I tested anyway, and you can also hear my initial reaction because I hadn't tested it beforehand. Uh you get to hear my initial reaction to finding out that Apple TV Plus uses the PS5 screen reader. So yeah, I'm gonna put that in the actual in the in the thing. So there you go. Um, let's see. Next up, here is a thing that surprised me, but surprised me in the best way. Um, and before we start, I know I fully acknowledge that I, I went pretty hard on this game, <laughs> but I, I, I still feel that at the time it was justified. So ladies and gentlemen, Madden 21 Madden 21, it has been announced by EA Accessible, a.k.a. Karen Stevens, EA's accessibility lead now. Um, She has announced that, indeed, certain things that did not work before with narration will work on the next-gen versions of the games. Of of the game. Um, Play calling will be narrated in Madden 21 on PS5 and Series X. As well as, apparently, the pop-up messages that come up in, in things like Ultimate Team that, that's how I interpreted it anyway. I think that's what she meant by pop-ups. 
I think like so, the yeah. stuff that comes up when you level up and all that stuff. Because those, some of those read, yeah, most, but most, most of didn't. Them yeah, didn't. most didn't. And that kind of makes me interested in Ultimate Team well, now. I wonder, not to the extent that I'm gonna like go crazy buying cards, but like, I kind of yeah, have my eye. I do on too. It I do too. Mm-hmm. I want to see how far it goes. I want to see if it. I'm hoping it. I hope. It, I'm hoping it kind of like secretly includes more than that. Like I'm like, it's so it's so crazy because I'm not I'm not disappointed at all. Like the fact that we're getting more. And that after this update, after well, at least on next gen, I hate to say it, but at least because it kind of leaves PS4 yeah. and Xbox One users uh, out of the fold. I hate to, I hate that, but but yeah, it, there's a legit tech. There there reason is there is, but is. still I kind of hate to say it. Like, well, I mean, at least on next gen, uh, Madden 21 yeah will be more accessible than Madden 20 on next gen specifically. Yeah. But the nice thing though about this is twenty two. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be, be yeah because yeah. it's gonna be its own entity. No, you know, worrying about different console versions and if things are more usable on other whatever. Yeah, it's it should. It's just gonna be its own thing because it's gonna be you know current now current gen exclusive because should be know. should be. I don't know if I'd necessarily guarantee that because both consoles now have basically said that they might want to keep the previous gens at least alive for the next couple of years. So I don't know. I don't know necessarily that Madden 22 won't be on PS4 and, and Xbox One. But yeah. I think the focus will start to shift further. So yeah. again, <laughs> I hate to say it, but again, there, I would say I would say there's a better chance that you'll still have a version of Madden 22 on PS4 and Xbox One, but accessibility won't improve in those and will on on the next gen versions on the well now yeah. current gen versions. Yep. So that's that's a, that's my unfortunate guess, but I bet that's what happens. Um, yeah. So yeah, play calling is going to read. Pop ups are going to read. And I'm hoping. I'm hoping if it doesn't again, I won't be disappointed because I. You know, it was never announced. I can't, I can't, you know, say they're not doing it if it if they never announced it. I'm hoping they go a little bit further though. I'm, I'm hoping maybe like text messages in uh, franchise mode will read. That'd be nice. Oh, that would because almost be the nice. entire reason you ever need OCR in franchise oh. mode is those text messages. Oh, I'm not holding. No, I'm not breath, either, but, but that would, would be, be nice. nice. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So here's hoping. Ooh. Um. But it, it's still it's still it's still a vast improvement, and I, I have to give EA credit where credit is due. Thank you, EA. Yeah, I kind of gave this game up as a loss, but it's cool to see they're still working yeah. on stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, when, when Madden Twenty One came out and accessibility was literally worse, uh, I was not happy, and I made that very very clear. <laughs> um, yep, and. Um, I'm I'm glad to see that uh, at least again I, I have to say it because it's the truth at least on next gen or you know PS5 Series X accessibility is now going to be markedly better. Madden 21 for those consoles comes out this Friday, so um, I will I will be streaming this on on the day it comes out. I will. Um, <laughs> I actually did end up purchasing the game. I didn't get a code for it. I did purchase it, but I got lucky because I purchased it. On Black Friday, which means it was on uh-huh. super sale. I got the I got the deluxe edition of Mad Twenty One for thirty five bucks. It was fine. 
I was I was okay with that. Oh, I wish I had known about that. It might still be on sale. You might want to check. Uh, I don't know. I don't know for a fact that it is or isn't, but you might want to check because a lot of people are doing Cyber Cyber Monday week deals. So might be worth a look. Um. Yeah. So that's that's Madden Twenty One. Uh, new accessibility features, new narration things. Yes. I'm yeah. Look right, now, right the... now. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, meanwhile, I will talk about the next item, um, which makes <laughs> me very happy, which, um, is, is just super great for all the right reasons. We're going back to the game awards folks for, uh, a little item, little tiny item that is still very important nonetheless, because up until now, it's, still, no, oh, it's, it's not. not anymore. Dang it. I'm sorry. No, Damn. I apologize for that. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure you'd be interested. I just I just grabbed it up. I was like, there it is. You got to get it. Got to stream it. Yeah. Um, Dang. But anyway, back to the game awards because there is now another announcement that concerns the game awards, and this time it's accessibility related. Because now, ladies and gentlemen, Microsoft and Xbox are not the only ones doing audio description. Yes, that's right, folks. For the first time ever, the 2020 Game Awards will be live audio described. Yep. Announced and that's by Jeff Keighley himself, himself, which I thought in in a reply really cool. to me. <laughs> yeah. Because to my knowledge, he hadn't mentioned it before that. I I yeah. saw I saw no tweet before that where he mentioned it, but in my in reply to me, he mentioned it. Because I was, and it's funny because the the way I found out was because I was asking for a description of the promotion video that he released, um, which was just like a 16-second video. But I, I wanted to know what was in it. And I thought there might be something cool, maybe a, a, a hidden reveal or something. I don't know. So I, I requested yeah. on Twitter a description. Sometimes they show yeah. little Easter eggs in yeah. those little... So I, I, I'm, I requested on Twitter a description of that video, and he replies by saying, the, the Game Awards, there'll be, audio described, there'll be an audio description option on the stream. So like he clearly misunderstood what I was saying, but at the same time I was like, he didn't but get at the same time I was like, so, yeah, oh, asking. okay. But it ended up being an accidental right. announcement. Okay, That's thank you. Funny. That's lovely to hear. That's awesome. I mean, <laughs> it it's not only is it great to hear, but I mean it also makes sense to a certain extent too. Like if you're going to have an an innovation and accessibility award, accessibility at the game awards, yep. maybe just maybe. You make the awards accessible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. So yeah, it makes sense, and I'm I'm glad he's doing it. And I'm I'm wondering I'm wondering like of course now that I know in advance it's going to happen I'm wondering like who's going to describe it? Do we know the person's going to is going to be the same guy that does the Xbox stuff? I don't know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, Game Awards going to yep. be described, y'all. Um, it's that's awesome. Uh, more accessibility. Accessibility is just such a great conversation nowadays. It's just, it's everywhere. And I'm happy about that. And now, the last item in, uh, in accessibility news today. The Spidermans. I must discuss ah, yes. the Spidermans. This is a big one. It is a big one. It is a big one indeed. So, Spider-Man Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered um, have... A few accessibility features in them, quite a few, indeed, quite a few, and I think 
Am I correct in saying that during our last episode, even though it was two weeks ago, that we did talk about them? I think we did talk about them back then, right? Okay, we did. Yeah, you did. You did. You're like, oh, we got we got a little further, and then we got yeah, then we got stuck. stuck. Um. Well, since then, <laughs> they have patched the game, and I, by the way, have gotten the confirmation from uh, Marcus Friend, uh, one of the guys that worked on the accessibility for for Miles Morales that uh, he does believe that the patch did include fixes for the um, objective finding stuff in the games, in both games. Um, that so I'm, I wasn't crazy because... and I wasn't imagining things. <laughs> I just wanted to know. It, it feels good to know that I wasn't crazy. That's what I was saying. Um, so the Spider-Man games, both Spider-Man uh, 2018 Remastered and Spider-Man Miles Morales have received a patch which does apparently fix and add to the accessibility of those games, at least add to the, the blind accessibility for those games because it improves the chasing mechanic and the uh, objective tracking mechanic that uh, you can turn on. And it seems to work pretty well because although uh, we got stuck in Spider-Man Remastered in the initial building that you go to to uh, round up Wilson Fisk, and although even with this patch, full disclosure, I'm going to be perfectly honest about all this stuff, even with this patch, I still need help with that. This this patch did not solve yeah. that building, unfortunately. That building is just super complicated. Like a lot of a lot of. Yeah. I think you're in a skyscraper basically because there's a lot of floors, a lot of use of ventilation ducts and craziness like that. And for whatever reason, it didn't work out. <laughs> I I just can't get through that building. So I got Missy to help me with that with that building. But you know what? I can honestly say. I haven't been stuck since then. Sure, yep. some things take me longer than it would take a sighted person to do. Sure, I'm proceeding slower than a sighted person might, but I haven't been stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. How the Good heck? Stuff. I'm yeah. playing a Spider-Man game. <laughs> no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm playing two Spider-Man games. Because <laughs> I'm kind of like multiplaying Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales, which is really kind of silly because Miles Morales does take place after Spider-Man Remastered, so kind of spoilers. But I haven't really been like super spoiled anything yet, so oh, well, I guess whatever. I, I'm just enjoying myself too much to 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 worry about it, I guess. Um, yep. That said, uh, all that said, like this this is great stuff. The features, I, I fully believe the features are working as they intended to, they, are, they were intended to work. I think the biggest problem right now is that there's still missing information. There's still a lot of things that we just don't yeah. know. Like... And it's, it's mostly just we need extra audio yeah, cues. Is we need really to know, all. like, when do we jump? When do we swing? When do we climb? When do we, like, jump off the thing we've climbed onto? Like... When do we, uh, we need, we, we, we would need to know, like, we would actually need, like, um, an objective, like, elevation type thing. So, like, we would need to know if our objective yeah. is on the ground. So we, we could, because you, you don't take fall damage in Spider-Man. So literally, if, if we were up yeah. on a building and our, cue, our audio cue, objective elevation cue, or whatever you want to call it, told us that our objective was on the ground, maybe it's a door or something like that, then we can actually literally just jump off and fall and Spider-Man does a superhero landing. Both Spider-Mans uh, do superhero landings when you fall far. 
So no fall damage, um, and you're on the ground. So that's that's that part's not a problem, but we need to know. And I think that's the biggest issue is that we don't know a lot. And because the game doesn't narrate tutorial messages and things like that, we don't learn very well how to use the things we have. So like, even now, even though I'm being relatively successful with Spider-Man uh, and, and, and Miles Morales, I will fully admit that essentially what I'm doing is button mashing. I know that X is jump and R2 is swing. And so I'm basically just hitting yeah. the scan button a lot and jumping a lot and swinging a lot until I maybe get to my objective. <laughs> and, and that works yeah. in, in a lot of cases because you're swinging across town to your objective and that's fine. And that, you know, you'll, you'll get there doing that. But I, I can't help but be like, am I doing this right? Like, is there a better way I could be approaching this? Should I be swinging differently than the way I'm doing it right now? You know? It's, it's, yeah. We're playing a game not really knowing what we're doing and when we should do these things, but it is working to get us through it, kind of. Um, yeah. Where that really stands out, though, is specific moments where we have to do very specific things in the game. So, like, uh, recently I was playing Miles Morales, and there's a bunch of stuff you have to do. Like, um, there, there was a mission that involved uh, pulling a water truck over to stop a, a fire, to put out a fire. Um, yep. There's no indication of where the water truck is. Like, it is, it is... I could tell that the objective thing was trying to point me at it, but we don't know when we're close enough to pull it because we're not pulled that prompt exists. And then I had to yeah. web up um, a bridge that was going to collapse. I was basically trying to create a way across the bridge that the, the people could, could use to cross it. So I had to web up the bridge. And I, I did actually, the first part of that is it's a multi-stage thing. So like there's the, you do a little bit of it and then there's another cutscene and they do more of it. The first part of it I did almost immediately because I knew that auto-aim would help out with that part. I knew that it would, uh, so it did auto-aim yeah. at the bridge and it did, I, I fired a bunch of webs at it and that was exactly what I was supposed to do. And that's fine. That just came with having done stuff like that before and being used to auto-aim doing its job. But the second part is you have to pull something uh, I think it was another truck, not not the water truck, not the same, not the same water truck, but I think another truck, um, onto the the thing that you had created to to help bridge the gap, the final gap. You had to pull something onto it, and again, I was stuck, not really knowing what I was doing, because I didn't know where the thing I was supposed to pull mm -hmm. was. So there, there's so much here, but there's there's also so much that isn't. <laughs> like, we definitely need yeah. more prompts. We definitely need more menu narration or narration of any kind, uh, tutorial narration especially. Um, you know, there definitely needs to be more. But that's, I'm not even done talking about the stuff that is there though. Like, consider some of the other cool stuff that we found out about. Like, the fact that the game helps us track and find collectibles. This yeah. blew my mind, guys, because this is the way this is handled is really, really good. It's really good. When you're kind of close to a collectible, when I, I assume this happens at the same time it's on your visual radar, um, your controller starts to pulse with a rhythmic, at, le at least on PS5, with a rhythmic um, vibration, like haptic feedback in a rhythmic pulse. That pulse actually occurs in the direction of the thing. So if the thing is on your left, the pulse happens on the left side of your controller. If it's on your right, it happens on the right side. If it's in the middle, it happens in the middle. 
So you can use that pulse to yep. get closer to the thing you're tracking. And as you get closer, the pulse increases in frequency. So the faster it is, the closer you are to the, the collectible. See, this is the kind yep. of stuff we were talking about where you could use vibration exactly. to accessibility exactly. aid. Yeah, and it works really well. Perfect. Um, I did have some trouble collecting some collectibles, but again, it comes down to not being prompted. It, it comes down to not having played yeah. a Spider-Man game before and not understanding what I need to do to get that little last push to get the thing that I that I'm, I'm really close to. Uh, some one in one case, yep. like we found out only after the fact that all I need to do is hold the parkour button, which is R2, and I would have run up the wall and gotten the thing. Oh. So, you know, it's, it's a case of not knowing, um, not having enough information to know that. But I still managed to get a bunch of collectibles during the stream. I got like six of them. There's a lot. I yeah. even got the trophy for getting five of them, which is cool. I, I didn't think I'd ever get that trophy. Like, nice. I mean, I'm never going to get that. But I can. Yeah. And the thing is, I can even go on collectible tracking runs if i want to because now thanks to another accessibility feature which is not not uh, not being uh, yeah I yeah it's not this. being marketed as an accessibility feature but i'm telling you guys it is an accessibility feature i know just like how SharePlay was this yeah. accidental accessibility yeah. thing and this is PS4. that this is that um i know that i've yeah. talked about this before i know we talked about this during the ui reveal and all that stuff but it cannot be overstated guys the activity cards, yeah. especially the way they're utilized in Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales, are just great. Um, yep. Once I started collecting collectibles, I now have a card that shows me um, the collectible, my collectible progress in my activity cards now. I can click on that card and it will set the, uh, the waypoint to the collectibles. I'll be tracking collectibles at that point. Ah, if I want to start so cool. a side mission or the main mission of either game, I have cards that show me those missions. I can click on those missions and just start them. And by the way, yep. worth noting, when you, when you read the cards themselves, you get the mission name, which we can't get from the game because the game doesn't have narration, but it kind of does <laughs> thanks to the cards. <laughs> yeah. We can see the mission name, what the reward exactly. is for it, all that. Yep. Oh man, I, I can't even. I can't overstate it. Like it, ah. it's perfect. It teleports you to the mission. And by the way, remember, fast, fast, fast load times. Basically, no loading screens. You even if you're already in the game, you click on a mission and you are there. Yep. And it is glorious. <laughs> And of uh, course, when you start so a mission, good. that becomes your waypoint. So there's no question about like your objective or anything like that. You don't have to worry about the map. No, no worries about that at all. You click on a mission, and that's what you're doing, and that's yep. where your objective will lead you. Um, yep. And then you have another thing to tell devs. Yeah. For yeah. recommendations for accessibility features. That is literally a thing we can about. use. Just be like, hey, on PS5, yep. use the cards. Use, use them. This. Here's how you yep. should use them. Here's how they should work. And yeah, that's that's yep. a legitimate accessibility feature. It allows us to pick and choose what... I've never felt that free before. You know what? That kind of just hit me again, yeah. too. As, as I'm saying it, it kind of just hit me again. I've never <laughs> felt that free. I'm used, to, I'm used to playing games like audio games and pretty much every other game that we can play being linear. 
even 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 the last was yeah. part two folks it's still a linear story it's a very linear yeah but now i can choose what i want to yep. do next i can go on i can yeah. go undertake combat challenges because i want to do them i can go to the next side mission because i want yeah. to do it or i can skip that side mission and go to the main mission because that's what i want to do Like a regular oh side person would do. What? It's an amazing Except. feeling. I tell you what, it is. It is. Um, yeah. I. You know what? I can't wait for. I can't wait for like a Dark Souls esque game that's accessible that has this, that 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 much um, side content, like and and, and oh, properly uses so the card cool. system to, to get you there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Yep. I, I I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh. I kind of want this game now. Like, I'm, I don't think I want to pay quite full price for it, but I'm like, once yeah, if I see I mean, it on sale, I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't I blame you. Um, I've I've been considering too, and I'll announce this on the podcast too because it's going to be a public thing if I can make it happen. There is a thing, yeah, that I'm going to try to do that I can't make any promises about, but maybe just maybe. Maybe just maybe, but please do not not take this as a, an absolute because I don't know yet. But I, I'm I'm considering making it happen if I can, if I have the power. Yeah. Maybe just maybe, if I have I if have I truly have the power, maybe just maybe I'll be able to get some folks some Spider-Man codes. Maybe, maybe that'd be but pretty cool. Again, maybe. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. I I want to I want to. Yep. I want to contact some folks and see what I can do. Because yeah. I think that I, I think this is an experience that blind people should try to have, but I absolutely understand yeah. not being not wanting to pay full price for it. I absolutely understand that. Because it is not designed fully for us to play it. But it's so close. Yeah. It's so close. There yeah. is another thing I want there's two more things I want to talk about about Spider-Man's. Um one is I didn't get to show this off in the stream because I never had a need to. But the uh, the puzzle skip feature does exist, um, and it specifically applies to very overtly uh, puzzle type things. It doesn't it doesn't so much apply to environmental puzzles like it does in Last of Us Part Two. It applies to specifically like super overtly puzzle things. Like for instance, in Spider Man uh, Spider Man twenty eighteen, there's a whole side thing you can do it's 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 used a little bit in the main story but it's it turns into kind of a side thing where you can help improve the technology that you guys are working on in the lab uh, peter parker and uh, uh otto octavius work on technology stuff together and you can go to the lab and do these little circuit based puzzles where you align circuits and you do you know you, you create patterns and stuff like that those puzzles are skippable um and all you have to do to skip them is press r1 and it gives you a prompt as to whether you want to skip it. You press uh, X and it'll skip it. And it'll just act like you completed it. So it's it's very simple. It's very fast. Of course it is because everything is fast on PS5. <laughs> there's no there's no wait time is what I'm saying. Like as soon as you press R1 and X, it's you're just past it. It's fine. Um, you can yeah. also use that skip thing on the uh, tower uh, dials. That uh, so one of the things that Peter Parker has to do in Spider-Man 2018 is um, set these RFID towers to the correct frequency, and so so the 
I guess it's mostly for the police department, I guess, so they can align with them and use those frequencies and stuff. I, I don't know. Anyway, you have to set these towers to the correct frequency. You can press R1 to skip those immediately if you want to. But that leads to my second point, which is that this game does, these games, I should say, do have some puzzle assistance for us blind folks, too. Those RFID puzzles, we do not have to skip them. We can solve them. Because as you're turning the RFID dial, they use kind of the same idea as the collectibles, where the controller starts to vibrate, and as you turn it closer to the correct frequency, it vibrates faster and faster on either side of the controller. You have to turn both dials, by the way, left and right thumbsticks. So ah. you turn the dials, the vibration increases, and of course, the audio effect too. The radio signal actually does start coming in clearer as you get closer too, so that helps as well. So I demonstrated on stream. I've solved, I think, three of them. Yeah, three of them uh, on stream. So yeah, we can solve them. But if you don't want to solve them, you don't have to. If you press R1 immediately, you skip them. So yep. there you go. I just Spider-Man's man. It's I'm having a blast. Like I know that sometimes I need chat help to help me figure out like do I need to climb this building or is, do I need to swing into the next building? Am I even close to my objective? But it's stuff it's more so stuff to just speed up the stream and just have yeah things progress quicker. I, Seems like you probably eventually, if left to your own devices. Oh yeah, yeah, you would. You would. The reason, the reason I say that you would is because if you go, uh, every mission has a set area to the mission, and if you start to go outside the mission area, it'll actually pause the game and prompt you like, "Hey, do you want to abort the mission or like go back to the beginning of it and whatever?" Oh. And nice. if you if you press circle, oh, that's useful. Uh, during those when that prompt comes up, so every if you're, if you're swinging around, the game suddenly pauses. Assume that prompt probably came up. If you press circle, it actually mm -hmm. automatically turns you around to face where the mission objective actually was. So if you overshoot, if you oh, if you overshoot your objective, dude, which can nice. happen when you're moving as fast as Spider-Man moves, either Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, um, Spider-Man was pretty fast. If you overshoot, fast. you'll just you can still turn. If you just just if you, if you figure you probably overshot it, just keep going, and it's like hope you get that prompt. And when you do, you'll be turned back to face your objective. Mm -hmm. Let's just press circle. Now, beware. Yep. If you are if you are expecting to get that prompt, mm -hmm. then stop pressing triangle. Because if the prompt comes up and you press triangle, <laughs> you will either restart the entire mission or you'll abort the mission. Depending on the mission. Like if it's a main Whoops. story mission, you'll restart the, the whole mission. If it's not a main story mission, you'll abort it completely. So yes. just be aware of that. The reason I say beware, because... I actually did um, most of the main mission that I demonstrated on stream. Not not the you know the, the first main mission I did in Spider-Man Remastered that I demonstrated on stream uh, yesterday. I did most of that off stream, and then accidentally aborted the whole thing or restarted the whole thing. I had had like half an hour of progress into that mission, and I restarted the entire thing. Now it turned out that I was okay with it because when I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, that this gives me a chance to show the the streams and stuff that I found out about. Like I found out about the the collectible stuff and the puzzle stuff, um, yeah. So it turned out to be a good thing. But the point is, technically, I lost a half hour of progress. So, <laughs> so just be aware. Yeah. If you press triangle, yeah. that's like the negative response. <laughs> like, no, I don't want to continue this mission. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so yeah. Eventually, 
I would have found out, you know, everything I need to find out. It's, it's, it's one of those things where if you just try stuff, you probably will figure it out eventually. Um, yeah. Although I don't know that, that bit with the, uh, the gear, the gear puzzle in the, when I was trying to find Spider-Man and the cat, I don't know if I would have figured that out on my own. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I can't guarantee that I would have because. Yeah. That needed some, that needed I had a lot of chat pull, help. I had to web pull the gear down and then, and then yeah. web it up with, with uh, projectile webs. I had no mm-hmm. idea until. I mean, if you had correct. Yeah. But that that goes back to needing proper... prompts. Yeah. If we had prompts, prompts for that, no problem. Yep. No problem at all. It's so close. This game is so I will say though, like close. even though we have the lack of prompts, I will say that especially in Miles Morales, more so in Miles Morales than in, in Spider-Man 2018, actually, um, Miles has a lot of contextual dialogue. Have you noticed that? Like, well, yeah, like, like, when like especially when you're in, in a puzzle regard. area, like he'll speculate on what you should maybe do to to solve the puzzle. Uh, um, I remember in the gear thing, he was like, "Oh, got got that He's gear like, down." Uh, yeah. The only reason now I figured what? out um, eventually that I had to, to web it after pulling it down was I, I I kind of pulled it down by accident and then it went back up. He's like, no, I need to get it to stay down. That's how I figured it out. That's right, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Miles Miles helps you out a little bit. <laughs> that said, we still need some props. <laughs> but man, it's so close. But it's so close. And what makes me excited too is like, well, they're next game even if they don't you know address everything even if they don't address anything else even their next game i don't know be fully i don't accessible. know because you know what their next game is right ratchet and clank huh <laughs> well i mean they're i mean their well, next right. game that they develop <laughs> after this cycle but that makes That's you wonder though doesn't it at. ratchet and clank's not out yet. oh wait a like, minute i'm not saying it's gonna wait be fully accessible but the fact that it's not out yet means it's developed later the than minute. both the other games, which means there could be more accessibility. When? Do we, we have a release, release date? date for they did say launch like window, so probably in the next two months, two to three months. Huh. That's I'm what I'm trying. That's what, that's, that's what I was looking for. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's going to be fully accessible, but I am saying there could be more. Ooh. There could be even more. So maybe we'll be playing that game too. I don't know. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. It's a good time to be a gamer, man. Dude. Oh, my God. Now you I've got chills. Got <laughs> fun, excited thoughts. Oh, man. Ratchet Clank. What the fuck? Oh, man. Cool. I, and yeah, think, think about this. I like this. At the, think about this. this At the idea. very Hopefully, least, I hope we're going to have the Spider-Man uh, aim assist, which is spot on. It works super well, especially in combat. Yeah. Um, if I if I throw a bunch of webs out, I'm going to web up some people every time. So, I can't wait to see the fun stuff they do. With oh, the I mean, triggers they already talked about like... some of their plans, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, yeah, I remember, plan, I remember yeah. With the double barrel shotgun with the push mm-hmm. push a little bit. You get and you get one shot. If you push past the resistance, you get the second shot. That's a cool yeah. idea. Ah, oh, so cool. I'm suddenly excited for watching. I was excited for yeah, it before the is, just because the, the tech cool is a tech huge draw for us nerds and stuff. It's a huge draw. 
but uh but with if this has potential accessibility stuff in it whoa okay <laughs> i know yes, i please. i'm basically done talking about the accessibility but i just want to just a funny note um remember when uh i was getting a tutorial on fast traveling on stream and i didn't even know what was happening so i pressed x a bunch and all of a sudden i was back at the apartment and just like it's another reflection on the tech like how fast it was oh yeah like and uh they were like you just yep. fast traveled my chat was like you fast traveled back to the apartment I was like, really? <laughs> like, I didn't even know what happened. Instant. I didn't know that that's what I had done at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, where are we back I here? I fast traveled. Oh, oh, fast traveling is actually fast now. What the heck? Right. Oh, and speaking of that, yep. one of the funny things that we found in the options menu is there's now a setting. <laughs> there's now... A setting oh, oh. to turn on or off the fast travel scenes <laughs> because you don't need to see yep. them because it's so fast loading. But I understand why the setting is there because the ones in Spider-Man 2018 on PS4 were pretty funny. Like Spider-Man on the subway, someone's mm-hmm. reading a newspaper next to him about Spider-Man and he's just looking over like, eh, hi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's like fun little scenes like that. So I understand <laughs> the reason for putting them in there. Yeah. Um, but you don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to leave these off. You don't need them anywhere. Yep. Lo- yeah, I Load know. time's optional. Literally. What kind of world is this? Because <laughs> that's literally what the, the scenes were. I didn't even think this would really? ever. That's what the scenes were happen, in 2018. Like, they were hiding the loading screen. Like, but now they're just yeah. optionals. There's, you, you can choose not to have them. Uh, that's... <laughs> yeah. This is great. I love I love oh being a gamer God. right now. Going from like PS one that would have sometimes up to like a minute and a half load times at times. Or even now there's still games that do that. Um to yeah. now, like whoa, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff happening. All right, Crazy well stuff. that's gonna do it for accessibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We finally, we finally did it. Um, what you guys are going to hear next is my uh, media app impressions on PS5. I'm going to put those in the in the in the thing next. So you're going to you're going to hear those next listeners out there. We're going to do us an outro and get out of here for the week. Greetings, everyone. What follows is an audio only recording of the media apps on the PS5, which was requested um, by other people. So I'm going to briefly show this. Uh, there's not there's not much to show, um, but I, I just want to give you an idea. So this is the PS5 uh, home interface. Your game's home. Just so you can Button. believe me. Press when your I say media this. home. Search. There's, re- there's a reason I'm doing it this Press way. Trust me. Your media home. So Button. let's go to the media Press home. Press cross to TV and video. Home for Brandon Cole. Button. Press cross to select. To I can go to all I the video apps that I have. Netflix, Apple TV, YouTube, Disney Plus, Double My Videos, Twitch, Home for App Library, Home for Brandon Cole. All right. So Disney, you, Apple TV, Netflix. Start with Netflix. Home for Brandon Cole. Let's click on that. And wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. On the profile selection screen. There you go. Who's watching Netflix? Brandon. On the browse screen, in the spotlight row, 
One title in this row. American Horror Story. Six in the US today. A Murder House. An Insane Asylum. Supernatural fears and everyday horrors exist around every corner. Play. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. In the my list row. 28 titles in this row. You go row by row. continue watching for Brandon row. Let's continue watching 13 row. titles in this row. Easy I'm, A. I'm watching a lot of stuff. Okay, go on. remaining. Evil. Season 1, Episode 4. Evil. That's a good show, by the way. Five minutes dubs. remaining. BT dubs. Castlevania. Next episode. Season 2, Episode 6. Yeah, so we're in the, the middle of Castlevania on... Uh, in our, uh, what do you want to call it? The uh, Netflix parties. So yeah, you can see, and I can, it's, it's very easy to just start Evil. something. Like I can just Season one epi go to the, the thing Easy here, A. Click on the details on screen for Easy A. Resume playing. I mean, and I really want to friends. 36 minutes, 48 seconds remaining. Absolutely. Is the audio. Press OK to pause. For a day, we were So there you go. On the details screen um, for easy Not really way. much to show there, because one of six buttons. Let's let's go uh, back home here. Because Netflix, home for Brandon Paul. Um, press cross to select. It is my Real belief that essentially it is not really an updated app. I think it's essentially the same app, which is also why I can report that it has the same level of latency. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Netflix on PS4, like if you if you ever use Netflix on PS4, the, I mean, it works and that's fine ultimately, because at least it works, but the time between button press and action is quite high. Um, so it still has that problem, even though it's on PS5. So I'm, I'm assuming the issue there is it's the same app running the same code, um, which is why it still has that latency. So there you go. Now, a nice surprise Apple TV, YouTube, that I didn't Disney Plus, expect, because I, Home for and it could Home. be that other people know this already, but I didn't, I didn't know select. this because I Five never tried it, L1. but if I click on YouTube, recommended row, YouTube also Friday works. Special. Delisted PS3 platformers, 8-23-2019, Retro Pals, Retro Pals, archives. Retro Pals. love those guys, check them out. Scammer begs for his deleted files as I drink his tears. Scammer payback. That's <laughs> scammer payback. They, they, uh, days ago, they're a scam baiter. They, uh, they bait seconds. phone scammers and waste their time uh, so they don't scam other people out of their money. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a cause that I'm actually, I, I think, is a worthy one with all the things going around these days. So it's uh, quite to annoying kid for 24 hours. Miranda sings. Ten people who disappeared and left behind creepy recordings. Watchmojo.com, 295k yeah. so, views. YouTube works pretty well ago. too. Just click on the video and. It's a voicemail unlike anything you've ever heard before. Recommended. No. Ten people who disappeared and left. So. YouTube. Home for Brandon Cole. I'm. I'm sad to report. TV and video. All apps. That. Netflix. Apple TV. Disney Plus. This one. Home for Brandon Cole. Disney Plus. Uh, has no accessibility at all. <laughs> Disney Plus. It says Disney Plus when it launches, but that's just, the PS5 does that with any app. Um, so yeah, none at all. No accessibility at all. Sorry guys. 
pressing the arrow keys, nothing happens. I mean, things are probably happening, but no, no TTS. So if you're blind, no Disney Plus Disney is PS5. Plus, not YouTube, for you. Netflix, Apple TV. Now here's what I haven't tested. Four. I haven't clicked on the Apple TV Plus, Plus, Plus uh, app yet at all. Six of ten. I, I honestly Elf haven't. More, so uh, uh, let's test it live. Will it work? Morning. Welcome to Apple TV. Watch all your favorite TV in one place on all Oh my screens. God! Start watching. Button two of two. Your playback and searches are used to personalize your experience and improve that of others. Ladies and gentlemen. See how your data is managed. Button one of two. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is important. Like this is actually important. I I I promise I'm not lying. I I never clicked on this before. Today is the first time the Netflix and YouTube apps use what I think is old code, use essentially the PS4 apps. I bet the YouTube app is, is accessible on PS4 now, I just didn't know it. Um, so they use old code, I think. This one is using, absolutely, definitely using the screen reader of the PS5 itself. It's using the, the same new voice and everything, and there's no latency. Start watching, button, two of two. Yes, Anna, I know, it's really crazy. It's, it's really amazing. Holy crap, ladies and gentlemen. So we might not have Disney Plus, but we have Apple TV Plus, and it's accessible, and it uses the PS5's own screen reader. Holy crap. That's big news, guys. It's big news. So that's going to do it, because um, I haven't signed into this, because I haven't clicked on it before, so I can't show you any more of Apple TV Plus, because I have to sign into it and everything and do all that fun stuff. But that's going to do it. Hope you guys enjoyed this recording, um, and uh, viva la revolution! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this could be very good news, folks, uh, if you think about the implications of it. Um, then again, I said that about PS4 as well. However, I feel, it, it feels different. I, I don't know how to explain that, but it feels different on PS5. The fact that there's no latency and the fact that it's using that voice specifically at my voice settings, where even even on PS4, it used the TTS, but uh, didn't use my voice settings. It had its own settings for the app. So... This could be this could be a big deal, guys. We'll see. We'll find out as time goes on. Um, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. This has been episode sixty-seven of the Breakdown Walls podcast. Uh, we apologize once again for taking so long to upload another episode. It's just that we're getting on in years, and uh, our memories aren't what they used to be, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I dropped my, uh, sorry about that, guys, I dropped my phone. Uh, one of my hands is, uh, oh, man. It's part of the aging process, don't worry about it. Well, no, I sort of ate... Oh Butter. no! You, you said you wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I was hungry, and <laughs> now my hand is a a giant hamburger. Hamburger. Well, uh, regrets, regrets. You're gonna have that regret. <laughs> I have many regrets. <laughs> Sorry that happened to you, man. But uh, you made you made your own decisions. Now you have to now you have to eat them. I mean, what? <laughs> well, you might have made things worse for yourself. <laughs> I mean, you could at least done like a scoop gesture to pick stuff up with your hamburger hand. <laughs> oh well, too late now. That second phone drop was a complete accident. <laughs> the oh, first no. one was not. The second
Oh my god. Okay. It's on carpet. It's not a big deal, but yeah, no. It's... All right. So this is this <laughs> has been, been our dork. crazy show. Don't mind me, guys. This has been our this has been our crazy show. As always, we hope you listen you enjoyed listening to it. What a week. What no, what sorry, what a three weeks basically that it has been in video games and accessibility and just so much good stuff happening right now in terms of gaming. Uh good time to be a gamer, guys. Um in short, check out the game awards coming up on December 10th. Um there are let's see, there's there's a lot of things happening in, in the industry right now. There's there's a Unity is actually no, sorry, Unreal, not Unity, Unreal is doing a presentation on accessibility tomorrow. Uh, any yes. un, any Unreal developers out there interested in making their game accessible, there's Unreal is doing a presentation about their accessibility features tomorrow. So and of course, like big stuff happening on a Thursday because that always happens. Yep, yep, yeah, you know how it is. It's just it's it's expected at this point. Yep. <laughs> so guaranteed, we will have stuff to talk about next week. Madden. We're talking about Madden next week. Oh, yeah, because Madden will have been out. Yeah. Yep. We'll have we'll have played it by then. So yeah, stuff, stuff, man, stuff. Yay, stuff. Yeah. Um. So thanks, guys, again for listening. Uh, feel free to leave us comments, questions, feedback. Again, if that static thing, interference thing, ended up in the recording, I'm sorry for that. Hopefully, it wasn't too terrible. Um. And yeah, I guess uh, that'll do it. We will see you guys next week.